This is the Wealth Guardian Show on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. My name is Doug Ray, and I'm your host for the next hour. Should you claim your Social Security benefits before the system runs out of money? If you work while you're collecting Social Security, will it impact your benefits? Could your ex-husband or ex-wife claim your Social Security benefits? And do you have to pay taxes on Social Security benefits? You know, in a recent online poll, 72% of retirees failed a basic test on claiming their Social Security benefits. 72%. So it begs the question, if you took the same test right now, would you pass or fail? There are so many misconceptions about the best way to claim your Social Security benefits. So much so, it's hard to tell what's fact and what's fiction. But one thing's for sure. Making the wrong decision could cost you dearly. It could easily cost you tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in benefits. And that kind of money could go a long, long way in retirement. You know, it doesn't matter if you save 500000 or $5 million dollars. Your Social Security benefits will be the very foundation of your retirement game plan. The decisions you make here will impact your investments, your taxes, risk, even your insurance and estate plan. So it's critical you get it right. On today's show, we're going to set the record straight once and for all. We'll reveal the 10 most popular Social Security myths and exactly what you need to know in order to wring every last nickel possible out of your benefits. But first, something happened uh, a week or so ago in my office that I really want to uh, bring to your attention because it's critical in your retirement planning process, and that's basically beneficiary statements and how to get it right. The phone rang, and Joy, my assistant, answered it, and it was a gentleman who I had seen oh four or five years ago. He didn't become a client, and he's not a client now. Maybe he should be. When you hear this story, maybe he really should be. But here's what happened. He called me up because, number one, he couldn't find the answer to his question. Every advisor he had asked didn't really know the answer to the question. And he's a fan of Ed Slott. And Ed Slott, of course, is a... uh, Uh, a nationally renowned expert on IRA and and IRA planning, and you can find his information at irahelp.com. And he's also seen a lot on some of the public TV uh, specials. But anyway, he found out that I was an Ed Slot advisor. I'm I'm an elite uh, IRA advisor of Ed Slots, which means I've just gotten some special training from Ed. But here's the situation. His wife inherited a $250,000 IRA from her dad. She was the sole beneficiary of that account. Now, she has two siblings, brother and sister. Now, I don't know the family dynamic here, but I was told that the dad purposefully inherited, disinherited the other two. Now, my client's wife wants to do the right things. She wants to divvy this IRA up into three parcels and give her brother and sister a third of it each. Well, guess what? You can't do that. 
The only way that could have been done is by the beneficiary statement prior to the owner's death. Once the owner has died, it's over and done with. So she's in a pickle. Now, what can she do? Well, there's two options. One, and I don't understand why he couldn't get the answer. I mean, it's pretty simple, basic stuff on inherited IRAs. But one is she can certainly take the money out, pay the tax on it, and give whatever's left over to the brother and the sister. That's one option. But then again, that blows up the IRA, the inherited IRA piece for them. Then the other option is she can disclaim it. That means basically she can just say, hey, I don't want this $250,000 IRA. Now, really? But she can do that. And what happens is this. Then it would go back to the estate. Oh, but there's more. The dad died without a will. So what happens there? Here's the situation. The state of North Carolina will have a determination for them. Now, most likely what the state will do is this. They will say there's three siblings. Let's give a third, a third, a third to each one of them. But what it does is it blows up the IRA. There's no way there can be an inherited IRA. So taxes will have to be paid and then distributed to the three beneficiaries. What a mess. And it's all because a beneficiary statement wasn't done properly. The moral to this story is this. You need to verify and check on a regular basis how the beneficiary statements are on your IRAs, your 401ks, your life insurance policies, and make sure it's set up properly. Make sure you understand the rules behind inherited IRAs. I find that a lot of people still don't understand that a non-spousal beneficiary, typically your kids, can inherit your IRA when you're done with it, but it's got to be set up while you're alive properly. Now, for all of you who are listening, I'm going to offer you a free consultation where you can bring your beneficiary statements in to me. We'll sit down, take a look at them, and see if it's the way you want it. Because you can always change a beneficiary statement. That's an easy thing to do. I mean, heck, most financial institutions will just take a handwritten uh, uh, letter to change a beneficiary statement. So it's not a problem. So if you want that consultation, call us at 336-391-3409. All right, so now let's get into the mess of Social Security. But before we do that, can you believe... We're in the middle of October already, so we're rolling into the fourth quarter hard and fast, and we are about to do the last of our Social Security educational workshops coming up very soon. So let me give you that information. If you haven't attended yet, you need to get to this one because this is the last one I'll be doing for the year. After this, we're getting geared up for our annual Christmas parties for our clients, and that's always a big event. So this is the last Social Security workshop that we'll be doing for the year. It is on October the 27th, that's a Tuesday, 6.30 p.m., and it'll be back out at Bermuda Run Country Club. You'll need to register, 
3-3-6-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. October the 27th, Tuesday. October the 29th, Thursday at 6.30. Register at 336-391-3409. Now let me say something about these workshops. I've been doing these workshops now longer than the other advisors in this area. And I want to make this perfectly clear to you. We've had more casework. We have found more Social Security benefits than other folks that are doing this work. I believe I have more training on it. I believe I'm an expert in this. Now, let me also say this. When I first started doing these Social Security optimization programs for people, there's a whole host of programs and software packages that advisors can use to run this benefit information for you. And it it is a large spread of quality between these programs. You can, on the simple side, you can get basically what is an Excel spreadsheet. And it does an okay job for about 50% of the populace. I use what I think is leading-edge technology. It is the most expensive technology. And I invest in that for a reason, because I want you to have the best information possible. Now, why do I do this? Because what if you come to me and you're not atypical? What if there is a big variety between your ages? What if the younger spouse was the highest income earner? You need to have software that can take care of that. Now, when I come back in the next segment, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the software that I use and how it benefits you and your spouse. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. This is the Wealth Guardian Show. My name is Doug Ray. And today we're talking Social Security myths. And at the end of the last segment, I was uh, setting up our last Social Security workshops of the year. So for those of you that missed it, let me uh, repeat it. It's October the 27th, Tuesday, October 27th, 6.30 p.m. And Thursday, October 29th. 6.30 p.m. Both will be held at Bermuda Run Country Club. They are the last of the year of our Social Security workshops. And as I was explaining, I have been doing this uh, for several years now for the folks in the triad. And and I noticed in the last year there are some other advisors out there who are are, uh, trying to um, emulate the Social Security workshops we've been doing. But I want to say this, and please, I'm not saying that, I'm not trying to be braggadocious here. I'm just trying to separate fact from fiction. 
we have found more Social Security benefit than than uh, you can just imagine out there. And again, we use leading edge software, what I think is the absolute best in the business. And when I started doing this, I took extra training to get qualified in this Social Security optimization uh, field. The software packages, are there's a lot of them, and they range from cheap to very expensive. Now, you might imagine on the cheap side of things, you're basically getting an Excel spreadsheet. On the expensive side of things, you're getting leading-edge, cutting-edge technology. And let me give you an idea of what I'm talking about. That's what I use. And I have to license it every year. It's not a one-time buy-it thing. You have to license it every year because it's constantly updated. You know, if you're the typical mom-and-pop USA, then the standard software might be okay for you. It might be. But let's say there's something a little bit different about you. Let's say there's a big age difference between husband and wife. Or let's say the younger spouse might have been the higher income earner. It's only the leading-edge softwares that actually can dig out that kind of information and peel off the best benefit for you. And to give you an example of what we're talking about here, the folks that I bought the software from, or I lease it from, I should say, they took the Social Security manual. Now, this manual is as big as the Bible, both the Old and the New Testament. And when they coded their software... They had the manual beside them, and they went line by line by line. The point I'm trying to make here, nothing is missed. So I pride myself on the fact that, yes, we have found millions of dollars out there for folks in this area. And I pride myself on being able to say that I have never found less than $50,000 for a married couple. So, again... The last Social Security workshops we'll be doing will be October the 27th and 29th, 6.30 p.m. at Bermuda Run Country Club. You must register because they'll probably be sold out. Well, I don't charge for them, but we'll probably have capacity. Call us at 336-391-3409. All right, let's go ahead and start digging into these Social Security myths because there are a lot of misconceptions out there. Here's one of them I hear quite a bit. Claim benefits early before the system runs out of money. Do you realize that I believe the number right now is about 72 or 3% of Americans filing for Social Security file as early as they possibly can at age 62? That amazes me. And I think from talking to you know, thou- literally thousands of people over the years we've been doing this, one of that bi- that reason, that big fear, is they think the Social Security system is going to run out of money. You know, you hear a lot of that, and a lot of it is, is uh, I think it's fear-mongering to some degree. Let me tell you this right now. The system as it is is going to be solvent through 2034. It's Believe it or not, the so-called trust fund is still positive every year. Now, once, if nothing's done at 2034, year 2034, 
then we'll have an issue. There'll only be enough money to pay 75% of the current benefits. But they're going to they're gonna change things. They're going to make this solvent for everybody. I mean, it's too hot of a political football for both sides not to do something. So things will change. Now, here's another one. It doesn't matter when you claim benefits. Well, it does matter. Now, let me dispel this myth. Here's the fact. Regardless of whether you file early at 62 or you wait to your primary age, uh, full retirement age, which is 66 in some months, depending upon the year that you were born, generally by the time a couple reaches ages 78, 79, right in there, you will have taken out about the same amount of dollars. And that's because it's actuarially designed that way. The way you make money, the way we optimize this benefit package for you is delaying taking your Social Security benefits as long as you possibly can because you get roughly a 7% increase per year in delayed credits plus any cost of living adjustments. So it does make a big difference, and that difference really has an impact later in life when you've had cost of living adjustments kick in all those years and you're getting the bigger paycheck. And here's where it's so important when it comes to survivor benefits. You have to remember the surviving spouse gets the largest of the two benefit checks. So if you maximize your benefits, then the surviving spouse, who typically in our society is the wife, will have the larger Social Security benefit. All right, let's go into another myth. Working while collecting Social Security has no impact on the benefit amount. Well, it does, especially between the ages of 62 and full retirement age. You know, we're finding that a lot of folks are retiring early, and great, bully on you. I'm glad for it. I love to to sit down and plan out a retirement plan for somebody and at work and see the big smile on their face. And if you can retire at you know, 62, 63, whatever the case may be, great. But a lot of times people re- will retire from what they've been doing for 25 or 30 years, and then they're in a capacity where they'll go back and they'll do something else. They'll work part-time, or maybe they'll be a consultant, and that's obviously an income-generating opportunity. But you've got to be very, very careful if you decide to turn on Social Security benefits early before your full retirement age because there's something called the earnings test. And here's how that works. Between age 62 and full retirement age, the earnings test kicks in, and it says if you make more than $15,720, and they adjust that every year for inflation, then for every $2 above that that you make, then they'll take a dollar of your Social Security benefit away from you. So as you can see, if you're a fairly high-paid consultant, it won't take a whole lot of earnings to eliminate your benefit. Now, they don't take it forever. They give it back. They give it back to you when you turn full retirement age. That's 66 and whatever months for you. But it's not a lump sum payback. They spread it out, whatever they took away, over your life expectancy, and they put it in every monthly check. 
So generally speaking, my advice is for those of you who are going to work and intend to make over that $15,720 threshold, don't even think about turning on your Social Security benefit. Just don't think about it. Uh, really, there's no no real real need for that. All right, let's go into uh, myth number four. Everyone should file and suspend at 66. Now, you just can't say that about It's not a blanket statement. Not, not one size fits all in Social Security planning. I can tell you this. I have told folks before, after I've done their Social Security optimization report, you need to go ahead and file at 62. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But you don't know it till you actually sit down and you do a full-blown retirement income plan with the Social Security optimization. Now, you might say, well, if I can get more money by delaying, why would I file at 62? Frankly, need is number one. If you absolutely need that money to make ends meet, go get it. It's yours. You've earned it. You know, health is another consideration. If you're not in a, in a health situation where you think literally you could make it to what now is life expectancies, mid-80s, if you don't think you can make it into your 80s, then a delayed strategy may not be right for you and your family. So there's a lot to consider, and that's what we help you folks do. You know, there's 567 different ways to claim your Social Security benefits. And that also means there's 566 different ways you could screw it up. And if you do, you could be leaving tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. Social Security is a lot more than just a check in retirement. In fact, how and when you claim your Social Security benefits will impact your investments, taxes, your risk strategy, and possibly even your insurance and estate plan. I want you to discover how you can wring every nickel out of your benefits that are rightfully yours with our customized Social Security analysis. There's no cost and there's no obligation. I do it for you for free. You got nothing to lose here. Now, we can only provide this detailed analysis for a small number of listeners today who qualify. You must be a married couple. You must not have filed for Social Security, at least one of you, okay? The other spouse uh, could, could have filed. We can still help there. And it works best for folks who have at least $100,000 set aside for retirement. So don't leave tens of thousands of dollars on the table. To get your customized Social Security analysis, call us within the next five minutes at 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. If you're recently retired or within five years of retiring and you've got about $100,000, like I said, it works best for you folks with that, put aside for retirement, call us within the next five minutes. Now, coming up in the next segment, we're going to get back to those Social Security myths and we'll try to peel the cover off the onion, if you will. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians here on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station.
94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. You're tuned in to the Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray. And I'm Doug Ray. I'm your host. And today we have been unraveling 10 Social Security myths. You know, I've been doing this uh, Social Security work a lot, and we find that a lot of people completely misunderstand how their benefits are calculated, how they can file for them. So let me ask you this. Could your ex-wife or ex-husband be eligible for your Social Security benefits? Say it ain't so. Coming up next, I'm going to reveal the answer. Plus, I'll show you how to wring every last nickel out of your Social Security benefits. Before I get into that, if you just joined us, I want to make an announcement. We're coming up on the end of the year. Yeah, we're in the fourth quarter already. Can you believe it? I can't, but it's football season and I love it. But we are starting the last of our Social Security workshops for the year. So if you haven't attended and you have intended to attend, then I encourage you to sign up for this one. It's October the 27th and October the 29th, 6.30. That's a Tuesday and a Thursday at Bermuda Run Country Club. I expect a full house, so you do need to call us, 336-391-3409. And I'm going to make the same comment now that I made in the first half of the show. We've been doing these Social Security optimizations for you folks for a long time. And I think we were one of the first advisors in the area to do it. And again, I'm not saying this to be, you know, pat myself on the back, but I'm saying it because I think we're pretty doggone good at it. We have got more casework and have found more Social Security benefit than any other advisor in the area. Literally, we have found millions and millions of dollars more. I've told you about some of the case studies we've done. I've told you about the the, the, the divorced uh, lady who was laid off from work who found out she had a spousal benefit and we got her $1,100 a month. She didn't even know she, she was eligible for. I've told you the situation where we've had professionals, couples come in and file for benefits and got them $250,000 more in Social Security benefit extended over their lifetime. So if you're in the zone, and what I mean the zone time frame to file for benefits between 62 and 70. If you're coming up on 62, you need to attend one of my workshops. This is the last one we're going to be doing for the year. We won't do them again till next year. So, again, October the 27th, October the 29th, 6.30 p.m. at Bermuda Run Country Club. You must call to register. The number is 336-391-3409. That's 336 336- Three nine one three four oh nine. All right, so let's get back into these Social Security uh, myths. Claim spousal benefits early and then switch to your own maximum retirement benefit at 70. Well, there is some truth to that, but let's talk about the spousal benefits early situation. First off, I think we need to understand the rules behind filing for a spousal benefit. Basically, the primary income earner, basically which spouse earned the most over their working career, has to be full retirement age, whatever that is for you, 66 and whatever months, and then must file but can suspend, does not have to take their benefit. They suspend. 
that process opens up the door for the spouse to come in and get spousal benefits. Okay, now that spousal benefit can be taken at 62 up to full retirement age. If you take it early, you get a decreased amount. The spousal benefit maximum is 50% of the other spouse's full retirement age benefit. The 62 age benefit, spousal benefit, is 35%. But here comes the catch. you got to be careful here. If you take early spousal benefits and if your own work record benefit is more than that spousal benefit, then the Social Security Department is going to deem that you are filing for your own benefit, and that's what you're going to get, and they won't tell you that. You may go away thinking you got a spousal benefit, but you actually got your own benefit, and what that does is if you go beyond a year and not discover it, then you are stuck. You can't come back later and do something different. So you see, what happens is when you file for benefits now, the Social Security Department gives you one year to change your mind. After that, it's done. You have forever cemented your benefit into stone. Now, to change within that year, you do have to pay back what they gave you, but you know you can at least do that. So be careful of filing for that early spousal benefit. It can work sometimes. Uh, and I've seen several cases where it's it's worked and it's and it's worked very very well, but like I said, everybody's different, and you need to come in and let me run your specific report for you. It's very important. Once you pass your full retirement age, then yes, you can go on a file and suspend strategy where you get spousal benefits and switch to. Uh, your own work record benefit at age 70. That works fine because they won't, once you go past that full retirement age, they won't deem that you're going to get your own work record benefit at that point. All right. Myth number six. Divorced spouses are out of luck when it comes to collecting on an ex. Not true. There is a divorce spousal benefit. And I find that a lot of people don't know this. So the rule is the marriage must have lasted at least 10 years, and you can't have remarried. I mean, think about it. That's logical. If you remarry, you got another spouse. But if you haven't, then you do and have a claim against your ex. It works exactly like the spousal benefit, as I just described a moment ago. And this is important to understand. It doesn't affect your ex's benefit at all. And in fact, your ex will probably never even know, in fact, will never know that you filed for a spousal benefit on him. There's no reason to. It doesn't affect him. Social Security Administration is not going to tell him. I had a situation in the I guess it's been a couple years ago now where we had a, a an ex-spouse uh, come in, and she had no idea she was eligible for this uh, uh, divorce spouse benefit, didn't even know it existed. I did the report for her and found out she was eligible for about, I think it was uh, 
$950, bucks, something like that, which would have, at her point in life, been very handy. And uh, I said, well, you, you know, here's the report. Take it down to the Social Security uh, office and, and file for your divorce spouse benefit. And, I, and she says, well, what am I going to need? I said, well, you're going to need, you know, your, your divorce decree, um, obviously your ex's Social Security number. And she goes, well, I got the divorce decree, but I don't have a Social Security number anywhere. And I said, well, you know, do you have a way to contact him? And she said, yeah. So long story short, she comes back in for another meeting about two weeks later. And I asked her, I said, did you contact your ex about this? And, and she says, yeah, I did. And he won't, he won't give it to me. And I said, why? And he said, well, she says, well, he, he's afraid that it's going to uh, – you know, take away from his benefit. And I said, look, I said, I don't know what you told him, but go back and explain to him that, hey, it's not going to affect his benefit one bit, that you're entitled to this. And, you know, he really needs to give you this information. So long story short, she did all that. He ended up calling the Social Security Administration, finding out what what I told her, what she told him was absolutely the case. So you know, all ended well there. She got her divorce spouse benefit, and and she's doing doing quite quite well now. And if you just joined us, you're listening to the Wealth Guardians here on ninety four point five WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. You know, come Monday morning, it's back to the grind. But when will you get off that hamster wheel? When will you stop answering to everyone else and take control of your money and your retirement? You know, retiring successfully is no accident. You need a plan. And the sooner you get started, the better off you're going to be. Get started with our Simplified Retirement Action Plan. This customized plan is specifically designed for you. Learn about minimizing risk, diversifying, generating income, wringing every nickel out of your Social Security benefits, and how to avoid thousands in unnecessary taxes penalties and fees, plus so much more. We can only make this available for a small handful of qualified listeners to this show today. Your initial analysis will not cost you a thing, and there's no obligation on your part. So you've got nothing to lose here. If you're recently retired or within five years of retiring and you've got at least $100,000 put away for retirement, call us in the next five minutes for that report. It's 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Now let me tell you a little bit about what you're going to get. You're going to come in, you're going to meet with me for about an hour, hour and a half. I'm going to get the information I need to put together your retirement income plan, which is designed to get you through the rest of your life maintaining your standard of living without running out of money. And then in that we're going to put in a Social Security optimization report. You're going to be amazed at how much Social Security benefit you can get beyond filing early. Everybody is. So I have found no less than $50,000 more. Most commonly, it's $150,000, $200,000, even almost $300,000 on exception. So call us, 336 391 3409. That's 336 391 
1-800-227-8309. Before we go into the break, let me remind you one more time, we're doing our Social Security workshops. The last one of the year is going to be held at the Bermuda Run Country Club on October 27th and 29th. That's Tuesday and Thursday, 6.30 p.m. in the evening. You have to call to register. I expect a full house for both of those. 336-391-3409. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. This is the Wealth Guardian Show. My name is Doug Ray. Welcome back. A recent study revealed that 72% of retirees failed a basic Social Security test. If you took that same test today, would you pass or fail? Your Social Security benefits will be the very foundation of your income in retirement. Making a mistake here could cost you tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, in this segment, we're finishing up those 10 myths. We're down to about number 7 now. Before I get to the number 7, 8, 9, and 10, if you just joined us, let me remind you, we're doing our last Social Security workshops coming up very soon, October the 27th. And 29th, that's Tuesday and Thursday, 6.30 in the evening, both nights, at Bermuda Run Country Club. I do expect a full house since this is the last one of the year that we're doing. 336-391-3409 to register. You must register. 336-391-3409. We've been doing these workshops for several years here in the area. All of them have been very well received, very well attended. I have done hundreds and hundreds of case studies for folks and found literally millions and millions of dollars in extra Social Security benefit. So you want to come to this. You want to let me do a Social Security optimization report for you so you know how much money is out there that you may be entitled to that you had no idea that you could get. Register for that workshop on October the 27th or 29th at 336-391. Three four, oh nine. All right, let's finish up on these myths. So, there's one out there that says there's no magic claiming strategy to maximize benefits for an unmarried individual. Well, sort of true, sort of not. When we're talking about optimizing Social Security benefits, truly we are, for the most part, talking about a married couple. No question about it, because there is a lot more we can do for a married couple. If you're a single individual and never been married before, then there are a couple things that can be done, and typically it's pretty simple. You delay. You collect as much delayed credit as you possibly can. Now, let's say that you turned your benefit on at 62 you're currently 65, you just heard me on the radio a second ago 
and you think to yourself, okay, maybe I made a mistake. Is there anything I can do? The answer is yes. You actually could stop your benefit right where it is. You could freeze it and then continue to get delayed credits from there up to age 70. So if that's your situation, then you might want to come in and let's sit down and have a chat and see if that would benefit you. You never know. It could. I'm not promising I can get you an extra fifty or even $100,000 out of it, but you know, if we can get an extra couple hundred dollars a month or $300 a month, wouldn't that be beneficial to you? So anyway, if that's you, give us a call, 336-391-3409. All right, let's go on. If a worker delays collecting Social Security until 70, his spouse will receive half of his maximum benefit. What? Where did that come from? That's just nonsensical. This doesn't make any sense. No, here's what's going to happen there. If a worker delays collecting Social Security until 70, then the bottom line, if, if the spouse has turned on spousal benefit, then, yeah, they're going to get half of the full retirement age benefit, but when that spouse turns 70, they can switch back to their own benefit, which has gotten delayed credits and cost of living adjustments all the way up as well. So let's blow that one out of the water. Number nine, Social Security benefits are tax-free. Well, I don't know who told you that, but that's definitely not true. Let's talk about this for a moment. They used to be tax-free. That was prior to the Tax Reform Act of 1982. Yes, uh, Ronald Reagan and his administration uh, were the first ones to tax Social Security, and they basically said this. They said, if you are a married couple filing jointly and you make over $32,000 of provisional income, then half of your Social Security benefit will be taxed at whatever your prevailing tax rate is. So the first question is, what the heck is provisional income? Well, they start that calculation out going to AGI, adjusted gross income. Adjusted gross income is basically any earned income. If you're fortunate enough to have a pension, that's put in there. Any distributions from IRAs, 401Ks, dividends, things like that, that's in the mix. Then to that, they add half of your Social Security income. And if you have a municipal bond tax-free income portfolio, they add the tax-free income to the calculation. So $32,000 is not a large sum or threshold to break over for most people and create a taxable income. Well, in 1992, they added another threshold. Again, they said if you make over $44,000 as a married couple, then you're going to have 85% of your Social Security benefit taxed at whatever your marginal tax rate is. So, here is the nasty, nasty little rub in this whole calculation. The $32,000 and the $44,000 income levels have never been inflation-adjusted for time. If they were, then you're looking at about a $92,000 income in today's dollars, and most people would not fall into the taxation of Social Security. 
So what I'm telling you is that your wonderful government has created a way to tax most of us in, in our retirement years, our Social Security, because of not putting cost of living adjustments on that provisional income. Now, let me say this to you. There's some neat ways that you can give it back to the government. If you, if, and I'm not talking about giving money. I'm talking about just going, aha, uh-huh, gotcha. Let's look at provisional income. Let's figure out a way to eliminate as much of that as possible for you. A moment ago, we said, what is in provisional income? What is in that calculation? Let's look at what is not in the calculation. What is not in that calculation is income from Roth IRAs, income from specially designed life insurance policies. Those are all tax-free incomes. You want to, in your retirement income plan, create as much tax-free income as you possibly can. I love Roth IRAs, and there's a lot of great ways to create Roth money. A lot of people don't have them, but everybody out there can convert your IRA or your 401k to a Roth IRA. Yeah, you got to pay the tax when you convert it, but it's now going to grow tax-free and come out tax-free. That's a huge benefit, and it's not going to be reported in the calculation for your Social Security benefit to be taxed. There's a couple ways to strategically convert to a Roth IRA. We do a bracket bump technique, and that's basically we convert enough every year to get you right up underneath the um, next tax bracket so that over time we get your IRAs converted to Roth in the most tax-efficient manner possible. If that's something you'd like to take a look at, then give us a call and come in. Let's have a talk, 336-391-3409. Then I have an IRA custodian that if you use them, they will pay the tax on about a third of your conversion. You heard me right. They will pay the tax on about a third of your conversion. Again, if you want to find out about that, you got to come see me, 336 391 34 09. All right. Number 10, Social Security claiming decision is forever. No, it's not. You have one year to change your mind. After that, then it starts to become permanent with one exception. Now, why the one year? It used to be they let you change your mind any time, but they decided to do away with that, and they went to this one year because I guess they figured anybody can make a mistake. But you've got to figure it out within a year. So let's say you come to one of my workshops and you said, hey, I claimed six months ago. I think I made a mistake. What do I do? Well, you can stop your benefits right then and there and pay back every penny you took out. And basically, they say you're starting all over again. Okay? Or you could stop, not pay back your benefits, and then you could get the delayed credits from that point on. So there's multiple things that you can you can do. I've really enjoyed being with you today on, on the show. I've, I've enjoyed uh, uh, disclaiming some of these Social Security myths. And, and one last uh, pitch, if you will, for my last Social Security workshops of the year, they are going to be Tuesday and Thursday, October 27th and 29th, 6.30 p.m., 
Bermuda Run Country Club. You've got to register. Like I said, I do expect the full house for those since it is the last workshop of the year we'll be doing. The number is 336-391-3409. 336-391-3409. You've been listening to The Wealth Guardian Show here on 94.5 WPTI, the Piedmont's News Talk and Sports Station. Thank you.